Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, April 9th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. We're going to talk to you a little more about the miracle of Easter resurrection. But before we get into that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Holy God, you are a God of resurrection. You bring us from death. You bring us from the dirt. You bring us from lifelessness. You bring us from dust. And you give us the breath of life. You resurrect us. You call us not only to life, but to new life in you. And we thank you for that every day. Amen. Amen. Friends, listen to the resurrection story from Mark's gospel, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 8. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They'd been saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, if you could marry any character from fiction, Mm -hmm. who would it be? So I can remember many years ago reading... um, John Green's The Fault in Our Stars for the first time. Mm-hmm. and how, when, how, how old were you when you read oh, this Oh, full-on adult. Time? I mean, I had children, but still, it was like, you know, yeah. 15 years ago, maybe. I don't know. But um, it's a great book. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's young adult or whatever. Yeah. But the character of Gus, I remember when it was over feeling like I didn't know if I was more sad that his character had died or more sad that he didn't exist in real life <laughs> because I loved everything about him. So I'm going to go with Augustus. Uh, what about you? That's a good one. That's a good one. You know, it's it's tough with uh, books that have been made into movies where it's like, am I? And I have movie? never seen the movie because I, I don't want I don't want anyone to mess with my image. With, with your I image like him of, the way he is. Of Gus. Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, again, it's, you know, it's it's probably tied up with with the actress that plays her, but probably Hermione Granger from, <laughs> from Harry Potter, because one, she's played by Emma Watson, but two, she's just very intelligent and smart, and I feel like you know she would go on to do great things, and I could just kind of like support her, be like, Tag go, along. go go you, that's awesome, go you. <laughs> <laughs> but to our scripture passage, Tara, what? 
What's the significance of resurrection for the Christian faith? Why does it matter to us? Why do we have this big old holiday about it? (laughs) So I think that everyone has deal breakers in mind. So like, what's the thing that has to be true Hmm. for your faith to remain intact? I know for some people, um, the virgin birth is a deal breaker for them. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. I believe God could have used anyone, uh, man, woman, or child, to bring Jesus into the world. But resurrection for me is the thing on which everything else hinges. Yeah. So if Jesus had died for us, that's lovely, but that's also something I could do. Mm-hmm. But the idea that our loving God came to us to be with us, to guide us, and then to even in his humanity die for us, but be raised to new life. I think that's that's my deal breaker. That's yeah. the whole of the Christian faith for me. And I like this passage from Mark because it says he's gone ahead of you. And I think the beauty of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is that he has gone ahead of me. Hmm. And he calls us into this future where we are becoming more faithful, more like Christ. Um, and so that's that's why it matters to me. What do you think when we talk about resurrection? Yeah, I think that's, I mean, you you framed it so beautifully um, of, of, you know, we have the story of self-sacrifice has existed before Jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in yep. literature and in storytelling. Um, but the, uh, the death and the resurrection of, of the incarnation of God into human form is, you know, one step in the story that yeah. in and of itself is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then the story of God and human form, spending time with humans exactly where they are in this scandalous, uh, you know, uh, particularity of this random people mm-hmm. and this random part of the world. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Jesus died for us and died for us as human beings, that is incredible and then the fact that god is resurrected from the dead that uh, that isn't the end of the story that the story continues that god defeats i've talked about it before i think one of the biggest things as humans is we're wrestling with the existential question of what are we doing here and how do we deal with this inevitability of death and jesus says i take that on and i defeat that um and it's it's really the only uh thing I know in life that does um and we in you know I know people talk we talk about memories and how those can live on uh but a bodily resurrection is up and above that and make no mistake it is a it is a bodily resurrection I think sometimes we like to think oh maybe it's his spirit or you know whatever and no it's really it's a bodily resurrection and we believe in that even for ourselves and I don't know exactly of course what that looks like but um, I will also tell you that I believe in resurrection because I've had an experience yeah. of God. Yeah. I have felt God speak words of love and hope into, into my life. I've had prayers answered. And so I've had an experience of the resurrected Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in some ways that's made it easier for me, right? My girls have come to faith because I've taken them to church their whole life. Yeah. And, and it is my ardent hope that they will be people who listen for God speaking into their life. But that's just simply the the truth for me is that, um, yeah, I've had that experience and I'm deeply grateful. And it's what we talked about on Wednesday. When you experience the resurrection as Paul did on the road mm-hmm. to Emmaus, as you did uh, in your life, as I have in my life, and 
Um, I think there are lots of moments of resurrection, but I think some are definitely more clear to me than others yes. are. Um, yes, And it's those moments when it's clear uh, that if we recognize the gravity of that, we must share it and mm-hmm. and our stories. Uh, and and that's what we're called to. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is, isn't it? And there's a great African-American preacher. His name is Gardner Taylor. And he used to say, every time a man puts down a bottle, there's a resurrection going on. Um, every time a grieving widow goes back out into the world to live her life, there's a resurrection going on. I think resurrection is the best part of humanity. And I have to remember it because there are a lot of times when I feel like I'm in the tomb. Yeah. You know, oftentimes uh, I think about, you know, spring as resurrection. Uh, and I think that's great. But, I, and I think, you know, spring's just so beautiful and winter's yep. been so long. But I think the difference between and the, and the, I'm doing the thing I hate where people pick apart metaphors. No, come on, let's do it. <laughs> but spring is a return to what it was before. Mm-hmm. And that's not resurrection. Resurrection is called something to something new, new. Uh, mm-hmm. and and that uh, is something spectacular. That being said, spring is a great metaphor for resurrection <laughs> of new life. That's fine, yeah. but I do think it is worth pointing out that resurrection is to not just what you were before. When the man puts down the bottle, he's not the same. No, he's been yep. resurrected to new life. Yeah, I've got a friend who says, you know what the only requirement for resurrection is death yeah i mean you know and and that is a comfort to me where i'm in those places where i think that there won't be any more life Mm. um so we will leave with a quote from the author mary carr from her memoir lit um and she writes if you live in the dark a long time and the sun comes out you do not cross into it whistling (laughs) there's an initial uprush of relief at first then for me anyway a profound dislocation. My old assumptions about how the world works are buried, yet my new ones aren't yet operational. There's been a death of sorts, but without a few days in hell, no resurrection is possible. Wow. <laughs> and thanks be to God for that. Wow. That I mean, that feels like it. I feel like we should have just read that quote in response to the scripture for are Monday. Are you familiar with Mary Carr? No, I'm not. So she, is, she um, was an alcoholic. Um, and got sober and returned to her Catholic faith. And she's really just stinking amazing. She's a creative writing professor. Uh, There you go. She's incredible. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back on Monday. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.